Robots Radio presents... Rated M for Mature. Welcome back to the DL, Weekly Gaming News. I'm still not in the habit of saying that. I keep almost saying player versus podcast every time. Yeah, well, one day you're going to slip up and then I'm going to be able to say something about it. Yeah, that's just, Brenna's just life Waiting mission is just to wait for, for, to for someone up, to so fuck can, up. Yep. And, yep. See, we're our, <laughs> <laughs> we, we both know. Yep. I'm Jameson. And I'm Brenna. And uh, we're talking about the most wholesome gaming company there is, Nintendo. This is true, and I was saying it earlier, they do what they do, well, I'm going to steal your line. <laughs> they do what they do very well. Very well. Oop, I muted my mic for a second there. Solid. Yeah. Only th- Nothing but quality on us. So, um, this will be pretty short because it's Nintendo, and most of it is pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we'll go into a little bit of it, and then at the end we'll talk about a little special announcement. And then that will be it, so let's just get started. So before I talk about the games, I wanted to talk about uh, when they introduced Doug Bowser, the new Nintendo <laughs> America CEO, and they did like a whole little clip with Bowser coming out to talk, and then they're like, no, we mean the other Bowser. I thought that was kind of funny and cute. What did you Super think? Super cute. Bowser had a little tie on. Which I, I felt they missed an opportunity because Doug should have been wearing a tie. Yeah, it should have been the same tie. That would have been great. Exactly. It was the red power tie, too. It was. The, I was going to say the red power tie. So as far as announcements go, they opened it up announcing the new Smash Brothers characters. Uh, and they announced, what, I think eight of them from uh, yeah. Dragon Quest. Which, for those of you that are not familiar, it's an anime sword game with some magic. And people don't like it. <laughs> Just more anime dudes. Yeah, it was something that the game really didn't need more of, but uh, they redeemed themselves in the end, and we'll talk about that. But the next announcement was very exciting and looks like a ton of fun. Luigi's Mansion 3. Yeah, honestly, it looks great. This is when I made that comment. Like, God, you know, Nintendo always does so well. This game looks really cool. It's like a Ghostbusters sort of, like you know hotel where luigi goes around and he sucks up all these ghosts and you have a light that you shine on him and you know you have a little pack that you're able to you know shoot this plunger out which kind of looks cool and you swing things around uh why don't you tell him about goo luigi oh yeah goo luigi so one of your abilities is you can use all the ghosts you sucked up to make goo luigi which you can take control of him and use him to help complete tasks, get across some traps or through bars that Luigi couldn't fit through. And if you have a friend, a friend can take over Goo Luigi for you. Look at that. We got some co-op here. Jolly old cooperation. (laughs) And uh, and if you really wanted to play with some friends, multiplayer. Yeah, which is hilarious because there's a bunch of, you know, Luigi's in a room and they're all... The voice it sounds great because the beginning of the trailer opens up with him being like Mario, like in this <laughs> sort of scary. Oh, I don't even know if we man- mentioned that it's a scary haunted house, but that, I think that's kind of implicit. Well, yeah, Luigi's Mansion, it's always been in haunted houses. Now we're in a haunted hotel, though. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, you can do your multiplayer run around, you know, sucking up ghosts and whatnot. 
It looks like a ton of fun, and I don't have a Switch, but if I did, I would buy it. Yeah, I don't really have a Switch either, and I keep feeling like I'm missing out. Switch is such a good, like, party console, and then my cousin uses it for travel. It's his one of it's one of his travel consoles because he can play it on airplanes when he travels for work and whatnot or in the airport because it's a handheld as well as a console, which is pretty genius. And I actually even saw a picture on Reddit that uh, eight guys all traveling separately had brought their switches and somehow were all on the same flight and found and found out that they all had it. So they all sat next to each other and teamed up and they were doing multiplayer battles. God, that's amazing. Yeah, the switch is just. It's so fantastic. I mean, that's probably what every sort of gaming company has in mind when they make these things. It's just people getting together randomly and being able to have fun. And I think that's what the Switch is. is it's just it's good old-fashioned fun. Wholesome and it's, fun. And just it's like even Nintendo. more fun with your friends. Yeah. And so we're also getting a new Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening and so this kind of goes back to the original kind of game style of Legend of Zelda, that kind of top-down isometric view. Uh, but it's got an interesting twist. It's got a, like, claymation art style. Looks really cool. Yeah. I mean, so far, Zelda has been doing great on the Switch, and so I have a feeling this is going to be nothing different. It's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. I don't see anything that could be, you know, bad about this game. It looks like a lot of fun, and it's just, you know, old-school Zelda. Uh Kind of a surprising announcement, but not really surprising. Witcher 3 will be available on Switch. I don't know how well the Switch will handle the awesome magnitude that is Witcher 3. I mean, honestly, this shocked the hell out of me. I didn't think that, you know, the Witcher series would really be on the Switch. But, yeah, I I don't know if people being able to play Witcher in public is a good idea. Well, and if you remember back to April Fool's, when we did our April Fool's episode on Playerverse Podcast, we watched the Nintendo Direct April Fool's video, and they said that everything is coming to Nintendo Switch, and one of the games they threw up there was Witcher 3. Yeah, and so maybe they weren't kidding. I Maybe they're not. Maybe they're not. I look forward to playing Dungeons and Brazzers yeah, and uh, Donkey Kong Divorce Cruise. <laughs> that was such a great one. Oh, man, Nintendo. TurboTax will be on. TurboTax? Yeah, yeah right. TurboTax confirmed Wait, for Nintendo cent? Switch. That 50 Cent game was on Oh, there? yeah, 50 Cent Bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke. Oh, man. Are you kidding me? That's a quality game. No, it's not. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, but uh, Fire and Emblem, that's coming on as well. Yeah, same old Fire Emblem, new iteration. It's your RPG game with your turn-based strategy tactics. So nothing, you know, nothing out of the ordinary there, nothing special uh, to announce about that. Uh, Resident Evil 5 and 6 are also getting added to the Switch, which will now, which brings them up to all Resident Evil games up to 6, with the exception of the remastered uh, Resident Evil, what, 2? Yes. Yeah. So they're going to keep, they're continuing to expand their library, and I'm, I'm okay with it. Yeah, so, I mean, it does kind of seem like that April Fool's joke was not a joke. They're bringing on some pretty big titles. At least they're finishing off the Resident Evil series. So who knows what else is going to be coming to it? And a few months ago, we got hinted uh, by Paradox and Romeo uh, Studios that there was going to be a new uh, RTS strategy game coming to uh, Switch, PC, Xbox, PlayStation. 
and that got announced today, Empire of Sin. But it not only, it looks like it's not just a strategy game, like an RTS strategy game, but it also looks like kind of like an empire like management. Like it looks like you play as the mafia, and you try have to try and manage and control your business in the city, you know, while dealing out a little, you know, street justice. Yeah, uh, you pretty much explained it perfectly. I don't really have much else to say on that one. Damn straight. I'm I'm Damn a mansplainer. Their son. I mansplain. Very good at it. I know. It's my prerogative as a male. It is. And then, of course, it wouldn't be a Olympics year if we didn't have Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Oh, who would have seen that coming? I know. And they're they're just not that great. I, I, I mean, mean, no, I've never played. I've never played it. I've seen clips and videos and people playing it before, but they're they're silly, but they're they're nothing. They're nothing terribly special. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, of course, they have to make one, especially for 2020, considering the summer games are in Tokyo. Oh yeah, I mean the. <sighs> Jesus. Tokyo Olympics is going to be pretty intense when it comes to like characters and everything else that's revolving around it. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see like Mario or Sonic at the Tokyo Olympics oh in some fashion. There's going to be so many characters. It, Pikachu? Yeah, guaranteed. It's going to be an interesting one to watch from the United States. Yeah, I look forward to uh, seeing the Olympics. Not so much Mario and Sonic at the Olympics. Yeah, I agree with that one. We also got a new Animal Crossing game for the first time in a while, Animal Crossing New Horizons. So it looks like it's just kind of expanding on the original Animal Crossing, adding new zones, new content, and most of all, it looks like it's going to add the ability to play with more than four people. Did not specify how many, but it looks like it could be upwards of eight. No, no, no comment, Brenna. No, I got nothing. I've actually never played Animal Crossing. Oh, okay. I know, I know. So, I, yeah, I got nothing on that. I'm not, like I said, I'm not the biggest uh, Nintendo fan, though they make great stuff, so. We'll need to change that. We'll need to change that. I played a little bit of it on the DS, ooh, back in like 2007, 2008. It's been a long time since we had Animal Crossing. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know, but I do know Banjo-Kazooie. Yes, Banjo-Kazooie has been announced for Super Smash Brothers, and people are very, very happy. Yeah, I mean, the trailer for it was hilarious. You know, they had the dog from Duck Hunt. Yes, the trailer The trailer was a meme and a half, and uh, Banjo-Kazooie is a great character from some great games. I think I my favorite part of that trailer is just, you know, when he pops in, and then, you know, DK and everyone just start losing their shit. Yeah. That was pretty funny. I also enjoy the fact that Banjo uses Kazooie as a weapon <laughs> as some points where he just grabs him by the neck and will hit people. I think that's pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah. And we also got confirmed a Breath of the Wild sequel is in development. Nothing was shown. All we know is that is in the works. And then we got to see some amazing gameplay of Pokemon oh. Sword and Shield, the first, nin first Pokemon game for console. Okay. Now, this I'm actually super excited for. It's an open world Pokemon, which looks pretty cool. They said they were talking about a dynamic, you know, weather system that would affect what type of Pokemon were there, you know, during the day, during the night, in rain, in wind. So you can revisit the same area over and over again, having different Pokemon. And it's fantastic. You can actually see them walking around in the, you know, in the grass or. 
I don't, I'm not sure how the water is going to work, but I mean, everything looks so beautiful and I can't wait to see more gameplay from it. Well, and Brennan, you missed a key portion there that it's a third person over the shoulder game. Yes, I did. No, no longer the isometric top down view of traditional Pokemon. I think I got so excited. I just thought that that was already said. I think you did too. And so this will be coming this fall. I don't know. I can't remember what month. November, I think, uh, to Nintendo Switch exclusively. Yes. And they did show like a sort of battle scene where you were able to, with a few friends, you know, battle a dungeon sort of thing. They, they said Steelix right there. They had him. Yeah. They were showing Steelix and they were showing off these like Pokemon dungeons that you can run cooperatively with other players. And you kind of just, you select your Pokemon beforehand, knowing, you know, who you're going to face and what kind of environment it's going to be. And you just kind of pick your best Pokemon and you and four other people team up to uh, take them down. Which hopefully is a hint that, you know, this open world, you know, outside of the dungeon can possibly be co-op. I mean, could you imagine like walking up to your friend in this world and being able to trade and talk with them? I think we're looking at the first step towards a Pokemon MMO. Oh my god. Oh my... <laughs> I'd be so happy. I mean, I might actually buy a Switch for that. I would be pretty stoked for a Pokemon MMO too. Oh, yeah, that would be super cool. That would be a lot of fun. But if they did that, they gotta bring it to PC. Oh, yeah. they. I mean, I don't know. Switch does pretty well. I don't know of any MMO games, though, on the Switch. Yeah, I don't know either. Uh, they, could, they would probably make it work somehow. But, yeah, that would be great to see. I mean, Pokemon is still somehow here. You know, it's been... I don't even... When did it start? Probably, like, 94 or something like that. Pocket Monsters, I think, came out in, like, 92 or 93. Yeah. So it's been a long time and they're still going strong. So I'm super Very excited. strong. Very strong. We also got a new Super Mario Maker 2 announced, which was awesome because the first Super Mario Maker did really well. It was kind of surprising. Basically, it allows you to create your own Mario levels that other people can play and rate. And it's just a lot of fun. And people make some crazy difficult levels i'm sure brennan you've seen some videos i've seen people scream like oh, i've yeah. seen a lot of rage quits where people just like straight lose their shit yeah there's some of these that people spend hours trying to play and they're doing their you know throwing you know shell after shell and they're jumping off the shells in midair and they mess up by one pixel and they just lose it yeah i mean people create some pretty devious levels and so I can understand it, but yeah, that's definitely something I can't play because I, I would probably get way too pissed. Actually, you know what? I would just give up. <laughs> Be like, you know, this is just not for me. I'm over it. Done. And then so the last kind of announcement we have for Nintendo is they will be getting uh, Spyro reignited. So it will be the Spyro games, but kind of remastered and brought up to uh, newer and modern graphics, which will be cool and a lot of fun yeah. i'm sure you played spyro back in I the day played right spyro all the classics i feel like you know spyro sonic ratchet and clank all those things have gotten remasters i personally bought the remaster for the ratchet and clank and i loved it it's just you know i hadn't played the game in years and then it was nice to see it on you know a console same thing with crash bandicoot that did pretty good as well although god i forgot how hard that game was yeah yeah very difficult game 
And so that kind of wraps it up for E3 this year. This is a pretty pretty short episode, but that's okay. Um, so if it's you not about the length, it's about the quality, Jamie. Damn straight. <laughs> it's what I it's what I always say, but people are like no, no, no. <laughs> uh, but so few housekeeping items that we're going to cover. We're going to do a giveaway. We've got some extra exclusive uh collector's edition collector's BD edition one. Star Wars pins. Yeah, yeah, BD1. He's the new guy from the the new games. He crawls yeah, up he's on your the, shoulder. Like Super could you be any more any more vague? It's Fuck, Star I, Wars honestly, Jedi Fallen Order. God damn it, I seriously forgot the name for like a split second and I was like, I'm already on a roll. I can't take it back. I need to just push through this. <laughs> yes, he's that adorable little two legged robot that we saw in the trailer. And we have a exclusive collector's edition pin uh, of him from E3. And we have two extras that we will be uh selecting a winner. Yeah, so and yeah, if you want that guy from the thing, then you know, hit us up on Instagram. Yeah, so I'm going to do a post on Instagram and Twitter uh, tomorrow or today when this episode uh, comes out. And I'll probably run it for two weeks, I think, a week or two, just because I want to give enough time. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say two, two patch notes. So we'll have a patch notes that will come out this Sunday, uh, kind of highlighting everything again from E3. And then we'll have another week, and then we'll have another patch notes, and that's when we'll end it, and we'll announce the winner. Uh, we're still waiting to get uploaded to iTunes. They're taking forever. Yeah. But you can listen to us on Spotify, and then once we're on iTunes, we'll probably work that in there uh, somehow, because we need the ratings and reviews. Uh, as always, you can find us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter, at News. And then if you want to follow myself, I am at DL underscore Jameson. And if you want the trifecta, you can follow me at uh, DL underscore Mother Goose. Yeah, and that uh, that kind of does it. We'll have a patch notes this weekend that will kind of recap everything. And we'll just kind of talk about the best and worst moments of E3, some mm -hmm. of our favorite moments from each of the conferences. And uh, maybe we'll hear from some of you. Yeah, that's the listeners. pretty much it. So, uh... Good luck, have fun out there, everybody. Yeah, remember, keep the goose loose. Hey, friends, this is Robots, the creator of the Robots Radio Podcast Network and host of the two original shows on the network, the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast. These two shows have rocketed up the iTunes charts. They both together have over 155 star reviews in only a couple of months with bite-sized episodes that take you step-by-step -step through the background of the games and the game worlds. They're thought-provoking, well-produced, and a lot of fun. I recommend you go check them out at robotsradio.net or on any podcast reader, podcatcher, whatever you use, iTunes, Spotify. Again, that's the Fallout Lorecast and the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, available everywhere.